Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Marianne Williamson. Jack Canfield. Sabon Poussomay. I'm Doreen Virtue. My name is Miguel Reeves. Hi, I'm Carolyn May. This is James Van Prague, and you're listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. Keep doing what you're doing, Greg. Balancing the negative radio broadcast with positive energy. Welcome. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KXFM. And you all know the gig. Sex, relationships, dream interpretation, we talk about it all. We don't tell you what to do. We don't tell you how to do it. This show is about your strength. This show is about your power. All we do is introduce you to pathways and possibilities. What you do with that is entirely up to you. Because at the end of the day, ain't nobody else's life. And I don't care who's telling you what to do or how to do it. Disregard them. Listen to it. See if it fits for you. But ultimately, it's your choice. It's your life. Celebrate it. And if you got a little bit of time, we'd love it if you'd celebrate it with us. Come with us on an inner journey. We'll be right back after this. Yeah, baby. That was a group called Paper Moon. Big Daddy Williams has a show on Friday nights. It's this amazing blues program, and that's one of his bands. They are off the charts. So tonight we are hanging out with Scott Ware. I'm going to start with this. Through thick and through thin, through me losing my mind and him going through his own maturations, Scott Ware is, for me, first and foremost, a friend. And, you know, beyond that, to so many other people, he is the energy, the force, the, the spirit behind Radiance Magazine. Radiance is an endeavor that gives spiritual practitioner, practitioners, holistic healers, and intuitive coaches a forum to share their wisdom and illuminate the readers similarly to what we do our best to do here. But Scott not only does it through the magazine, he's taken that and it's evolved into a multimedia creation, and it's a gorgeous thing. Uh, Scott, I'm always honored to share time with you uh, for the ways that we are completely in sync and the ways you bust me as well. <laughs> Welcome to Inner Journey. 
Thank you. It's great to be here, and I love our collaborations as well. Cool. All right. Same question I always begin with. You have been on this show a number of times. And by the way, Scott is also intermittently a co-host on Awakening Code Radio. Tuesday nights, Eric Rankin and Michelle. Um, So first question of the night. We've had everybody and their cousin on this program. Healers, authors, artists, people of service of pretty much every different pathway and possibility. And to a person, there was something. There was a moment. There was a catalyst. There was a foot up their booty. There was a near-death experience that we're going to talk about later that really propelled them onto their path. There was something that made them say, I have to pay attention and I have to go down this road that I wasn't planning to go down. Mm. What's your story? My story is, I would say it's more similar to, because you said everybody and their cousin, not Don Miguel Ruiz, who you've had on the show, but Don Miguel Ruiz's cousin. I caught that one. <laughs> I've had his son. I've had his son. Have I had his cousin? I don't think so. I don't think I think it was just an expression you were using. But uh, um, like a lot of people, I think it was gradual for me. And yet as a, as a kid, I was a sensitive kid and I was aware that there was more to life than what my five senses were telling me. I did have some people in my life that demonstrated that. Uh, I think I shared with you before, there was a, a great uncle who was a priest who could move things without touching them. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. And, um, and I, I, I remember witnessing, I remember just telling myself, how is he barely touching, putting his hands on my hair, and all of a sudden I'm on the floor. Mm-hmm. I, he did not push me. He didn't push my dad, my mom, my brother, my sister, but we're all on the floor. <laughs> he, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I want to, I kind of want to do that. Um, haven't done that yet, but, um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, went through various, um, things. I, I studied Buddhism a bit. I was connected to an ashram. So there's some Hinduism, some other influences. And, um, and then about, you know, about four and a half years ago, I heard a voice in me. And it said, start uh, a business, a, real, a spiritual business. Make that your, your, your life mission. Do that for work. And I'm, I asked myself, what do I do? What can I do? I said, well, I can write. I've written plays. I've been produced in Santa Monica and the Valley. And I thought, I'll start a, ma- a magazine. Mm-hmm. Did a search. Found out uh, there was one that existed in, um, in South Orange County. Wrote a, an elaborate email uh, saying, I want to be involved in any way. And basically she said, it's actually, we're closing it. Would you like to continue it on your own? Because she was closing her spiritual center as well, Danielle Hewitt. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, yes. And off and running, because there was already a graphic designer in place. There was already a printer. And I just had to sell the ads and get the content and off and running. That was a very defining moment, obviously. And um, so, did do you have mm-hmm. any reticence, or when that opened up, mm-hmm. did you just say, "Screw it, I'm going to leap," or was there, "What the hell am I thinking?" or both? No, I was. T- it was time. I was ready. I had jobs I didn't like. I was in a job I didn't like at the time, so it was time, and um, I took the leap. It's been a journey. As everyone and everything's, you know, I would say there were maybe 10 phases I've gone through in the last four and a half years. Mm -hmm. And um, 
and now I'm feeling this this real resurgence. So I don't want to jump too far ahead, but um, tell us about some. So hmm. tell us about some of the phases, some of the significant moments, because sure. a lot of people take on an endeavor or will take the leap into I'm going to go the spiritual path. I'm going to be a yoga instructor, and or I'm going to be whatever it is that spirit is calling for me to do. Yep. And on some level, they feel like spirit will take care of me. And the answer mm-hmm. is, you going to take care of you. Spirit will maybe be a co-conspirator. Collaborator, co-creator, yes. And recently even, i got to jump to the present here because uh, as recently as February, um, no one was buying ads. And it it was a desert uh, as far as that goes. And I was looking around going, okay. I finally said this. I I had to say, I I surrendered. And I said to Spirit, if you don't want Radiance to continue... That's okay. I'll let the last few issues go with the obligations, the ad obligations, and that sort of thing, and, and then I'll close it if you if you want that. And um, and if you want me to continue, I'll I'll look for those signs as well. And it, it about a couple weeks later, boom, people started getting six issue packages. The whole and you know and, and just and people were re upping. And I'm oh, thank you, but I <laughs> but I was ready to put it aside. I was ready to say, okay, Scott is because it's not my identity anymore to be a publisher. I am. I'm publishing this magazine, but that's not my identity. I'm Scott. I'm a human first. So wait, Mm -hmm. I'm going to jump in. Sure. Because you brought up a really important word, Mm. surrender. Mm. Because people are going, well, I'm surrendering to spirit. And they're doing nothing. (laughs) Elaborate. Well, before enlightenment, Chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. So it, it can look the same from the outside, from a 3D perspective, if you will. Um, 5D, however, all kinds of things are going on. And it, everything, because it's called Inner Journeys of Greg Friedman, that's what it's about. It's about the inner journey. Okay. So you just did two different things that are really important to make sure that some of our listeners understand. I branded you? Nah, I'm fine <laughs> with it. Um, chop wood, carry water. Tell that story please. Oh, so that to me with that famous Zen Cohen or saying is just says that, um, enlightenment happens inside and it, and it's an inner transformation that may not be visible. However, visible to other people. However, um, we still have basic human needs. We still need to gather the firewood and gather the water. If that's your lifestyle to do it that way. Mm -hmm. And, um, those things still need to happen. So now you're doing it as an enlightened person, as a much happier person. And happiness isn't the goal so much as expansion, soul expansion, um, experience and expansion. Okay, explain, please. Sure. A lot of people say, well, I want to be happy. And that's, and that's kind of old energy. Well, and, and most people would say, to be happy, I need to do these things. So I'll have these things. And then I'll be happy. And, they, and that's backwards. Right. So mm-hmm. you're not saying don't be happy or happy oh, no. is bad. You're just saying that, if I understand you correctly, mm-hmm. the way that we have approached happiness to date has been about an exterior experience and trying to fill up from the outside in instead go. of from the inside out. Yes. It's very tempting to allow ourselves to succumb to outside influences, to let outer 
validations matter at all. Mm-hmm. And I and I mean whether it's complaints against you or you know uh, negative things or positive things. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I it's mm-hmm. like it's a great great lesson because I have because through all this craziness, whether it's political, whether it's medical, whether it's energetic, mm. whether it's police, I have been pissing off the left and the right simultaneously. Police? Well, with all the stuff going on with cops. Oh. Because they're good cops. And, well, that part, and yes. boy, oh boy, do I piss people off when I tell them. That and then you know, and there are bad cops, and boy, oh boy, do I piss off a lot of people when I say that as well. Hmm. And really, it's taught me so much about you know what their opinion of me, none of my business, right? I mean, that's a really incredible, liberating thing to learn. What and then on, and yeah. that means not only when they're spewing mud at me, but that also means when they're piling on adulation it's like don't believe your press it's like that's what they're saying their opinion still whether it's positive or negative none of my darn business that's an interesting thing when a big issue like that comes up there are so many layers and two people could be having the same conversation but be addressing different parts of the same issue and to that they and they're talking over each other talking past each other they're talking at one another. Yeah. And that's real. Mm. It's like people forget. It's like so much in Western culture. Mm. People aren't listening. They're formulating what they're going to say next instead of ingesting what the other person is saying. True. And so that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Chop wood, carry water essentially means do that voodoo that you do, baby, whatever it happens to be. Yes. But don't expect that it's going to be, you know, rainbow and sunshine because of that. It just means that whatever the weather is, you'll be able to dance in it. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you're not going to also hurt in it. It me- it means that you're going to understand that suffering is an option, but pain is inevitable. And then so it's going to be less important to you. All of that, I feel, is less painful, and there's less, far less suffering involved when we remember who we are. When we get to the point, we remember who we are, and we settle into that, and remember that, and remember we're here for the experience, we're here for the expansion. Perfect. And then when we come back, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, let's talk about 5D, because that's another thing that you brought up Mm-hmm. So many people throw that around these days, mm-hmm. and 5D up to a gazillion D these mm-hmm. days. Let's talk about what that is and really bring it into, which is ironic, a tangible form. Sounds good. We are here with Scott Ware, and you are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman, and we'll be back. Hi, I'm Carolyn Mace, and you're listening to Inner Journeys with Greg Friedman. Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KXFM. 
broadcast from Laguna Beach, California, all over the world. And if you want to find us on social media, it's Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. And if you want to check out the website, it's gregfriedman.com. This evening, we are here with Scott Ware, who is the editor-in-chief, the force, the driving force behind Radiance Magazine, and also a friend. And one of the reasons Mm -hmm. why he's a friend is because we allow one another to see ourselves through the reflection of one another. Mm-hmm. And that may be a little bit convoluted, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, meaning that, man, in in the years that I've known Scott, we both struggled on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. And doing that with somebody that's going to go, yep, that's you. And that's pretty much the beginning, the middle, and the end of it is a, a great, great gift in going forward. So thank you for that, Scott. I, you're welcome, and thank you as well. I know that there's even been a few times, just to be totally transparent, that we've ticked each other off a little bit. And, oh, and we, hell yeah. We, you know, there's misunderstandings <laughs> and this and that. And, and on the other side of that, it's so beautiful because coming through that, the intimacy, if you will, required to be vulnerable, to say, hey, I was wrong, or I said that, you know, whatever, um, made us stronger friends. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know the thing is, it's it's funny. I I think it's more about we just went, hey, look, here's my perception of what was going on. He mm-hmm. goes, and one or the other of us will go, huh? Either I, yeah, I saw that, or huh, didn't know that. And that's the beginning, the middle, and the end. Yeah. It, that's it. Doesn't it doesn't mean we have to do anything with it. We just so often, all of us just want to be heard. Such a simple mm, thing, and yes. such a disregarded thing. Now, speaking of heard, mm. um, B, I heard you talk about 5D before we left for break. Yeah. Now, we throw that term around. There are so many Ds you're talking about, people that are talking about aliens and different dimensions and parallel dimensions and mirror dimensions. Mm-hmm. And let's start with the simple, simple one, which is 3D. Sure. What's 3D? 3D is where we are, where we find ourselves, um, and it's it's the here and now. It's uh, what's in front of us. It's what our five senses tend to tell us. Um, 3D tends to be moving towards pleasure and away from pain, mm-hmm. being comfortable or not, um, struggling, and mostly in the head and not in the heart. I believe 5D goes to the heart. Now let's talk about 5D. Sure. 5D is love. Some people call it the angelic realm. Um, For me, it is sort of a catch-all for just when I just let go and surrender and let go of any frustrations I have about a person or situation or something and just go to love. That's that's where we go. And when we do things with love from our heart, it feels different. It's a different reality. In fact, we're out of time. And that is where if you have children and then the love you have for children or your mate or your mother, your father, your relative, whoever it is. And when you act from that, it, like I said, it's, it's, you're, you're doing something out of love. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how much time it takes. It doesn't matter what it is. And it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. You're in alignment with the infinite. 
you're in alignment with yourself. It feels good. It feels right. And that's what they always say. Follow your bliss. If it feels good, do it. And that's 5D. Okay. So now what's the journey or Mm. what are some of the tools to go from 3D where it's funny, you talked about comfort and I always find that a misnomer. It's Mm. comfort zone is actually not comfortable at all. It's a familiar zone. There you go. It is a recognized level of pain and suffering, which pretty much everybody could go, oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But here's the one that's really screwy. Mm -hmm. It's a recognized level of happiness. Because if you go beyond that level of happiness, it freaks people the out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just makes them bonkers. They're more... I, in my experience of working with people, teaching them one-on-one in workshops or all over the world, happiness is scarier to people than pain, than suffering. Because they're leaving the familiar. And suffering in the familiar is more comfortable for people than the unfamiliar. The unfamiliar can be scary. However, that's where you are in the moment. If you are a person who says they live in the moment or wants to live in the moment, it's all unfamiliar. And it's all about trust with a capital T trusting source, the universe that because I'm opening myself, surrendering myself to the moment and not worrying about the past um, or worrying about the future and just going with the flow that I'm trusting that I'm going to be on the ride I want to be on. That's going to get me the most expansion, the most experience, even if it doesn't feel like it at first. Cause I believe everything that happens to me happens for my highest and best good. Mm. Everything. Even if in the moment it doesn't seem like that, you get in a car wreck or whatever. And well, how's this my highest and best good? Something. There's something there and you can't see it yet. But later when we look with the God's eye view, I like to say source doesn't do anything for just one reason. There's like seven, eight, 70, 80, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> and figuring those things out is wonderful. It's nice. It's like, oh, okay. And we do that. We look back and we go, oh, I see how that happened, why that happened. And it's funny because most of the best things that happened to us did not happen in a linear fashion. If you, if you can absorb that and know that, then you can trust as well. When you look back and go, oh, how I met this person and fell in love and had kids with it, it wasn't linear. I couldn't have planned it. Uh, any better than the universe did for me. To me, that's evidence, if you will, of trust. Because in 5D, it's all nonlinear. Everything that happens is nonlinear. You know, it's interesting. You talk about trust. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Because I have to tell you, I am a leap into the deep side before I even look to see if there is water. Okay. And I don't necessarily trust that there's going to be water. I but I just go this is what I'm going to do. I I've just made a choice that I'm going to take a leap. And in some ways I'm not wired like a lot of people. It's that it's more vital to me to understand that trust is a kissing cousin to control which is an illusion. It's like, you know what? Trust, don't trust, just be. You know, whatever it happens, 
is going to happen. And, mm. you know, and like you said, I also believe every single thing that occurs is an opportunity. What we do with it, how we dance with it, how we interact with it is part of the experience of being on this planet in this meat suit. So that sounds like a lot of trust to me, actually. <laughs> I think you have more trust than you give yourself credit for. I, I may, but you're it's You're jumping funny. into whatever you're jumping into. That sounds like you well, need some trust. I'll tell you the truth on that. Uh -huh. there, there's got to be some level of that. Mm. And also the one that p most people don't understand, mm. the same kind of fear that causes somebody to get in the pool one toe at a time yep. is 180 expressed mirror image by somebody that's going to leap into the deep end of the pool without looking, it still can be a fear-based choice. Sure. I get that. You know. Okay. So you said you don't know how you feel about trust with a capital T. And and that's fine. I get it. Um, I've surrendered to that. And it has paid off a lot. Now, that is a great word. I mean, that's something that we're just touching on before mm -hmm. we even get back to 5D. Surrender. For the longest time, I had issues because I was like, okay, I'm willing to surrender, but I'm not willing to submit. And yeah, mm -hmm. see that left? That is the perfect response <laughs> because I struggled with it and I struggled with it. And I went to a bunch of different elders and teachers asking them to help me with it until I went to this one elder and I sat mm -hmm. down basically at his feet, as I'm apt to do in in just a consideration. And I posed the same question to him. Said, what's the difference between surrender and submission? Mm. You know what his answer was? No. Who cares? <laughs> and I, I, I went, damn, that makes nice. so much sense. Yeah, it's like we get caught up in the semantics, in the minutia, in the crapola of this world. And then at the end of the day, it just comes down to let go. Yes. Just let go. Who cared? The ego, the shadow ego is the one that wants to put certain oppressive definitions on certain things and not on others. If you believe we are spiritual beings having a human experience, if you believe there is no death, which quantum physics shows as well, but if you believe you are an eternal soul, if you believe, or if, sorry, even better than believe, if you know these things, and if you know you are a spark of the infinite, some people say it is you are source. I'd say that. Mm -hmm. And if you know all these things and you're co-creating the experience with yourself, um, then why not trust? If you can surrender to that and, and, and the fact that, and just know that we purposely wiped our memory before we came here so that we could have this adventure you're not supposed to know what's around the corner. Yeah, I still find that annoying, but <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, you can see some people and get a good reading and get see a little bit around the corner if you want. Um, nope, they won't tell me. Nah. It's hilarious. I go in to get read, yeah. and the readers go, oh my God, you got a crowd in here. Yeah. And, and they go, and they're not saying a word. They're saying, you got to figure this stuff out, baby. Well, because the version of you that's on that side it wants that. Yeah. And, the, and the version of you that incarnated before all this and decided these things wanted that too. Because if you knew, then there'd be no adventure. Yeah. And my life has been 
and I am hugely blessed by mm. the opportunities that have been offered and the ones that I've said yes to over and over again. My life has been one great adventure after another. Nice. Yeah. All right. So surrender. As opposed to control. There you go. Okay. Because control... And 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 because control, we use control, and it in the short term it seems to pay off. It seems to be working, and we seem to be doing things with it. But that's frequently the ego taking over, and the ego is important and needs to be there. But it's a funny thing because when you decide to take a breath, check out a little, or, or check check into yourself, and uh, breathing, as you know, can lull the mind to sleep. Because when you concentrate on the breath, you're giving your mind something to do. And all of a sudden you're present with your breath and in the moment, then you're like, oh, gratitude can come to you easier mm-hmm. and, and, and love and 5D, if you will. And, um, and there's no greater feeling. That, that is the sweet spot. Yeah. I and there's no control there. There's no the ego go, okay, well, if I do this or if I do that or, or what can I do to sound smart to Greg or spiritual, you know, what can I do to, you know, how can I prepare? And it's like, no, just come. Yeah. Just be in the moment. And you know, that being said, Mm -hmm. a lot of times people mistake control or not controlling with atrophy or apathy. It doesn't mean that you don't participate. One of the greatest Mm -hmm. gifts that we have as humans is the gift of choice, but it ain't controlling. You're just steering the boat on the river. That boat ain't going to leave the banks. That boat is, you know, you could choose to go upstream. You could choose to go to the left. You could choose to go towards the rock or away from the rock. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if you choose to go towards the rock, that's not saying that running into that rock is a bad thing. It's saying that's an experience that you're choosing as an opportunity to learn something, to grow through it, to develop yourself through it. Now, if you could just tell yourself that, in those moments of challenge. Well, and, it, and here's what people don't understand. And mm-hmm. well, there's two sides. You, you touched on it and used a car accident. And trust me, I've had much, much worse um, events that people have told me about mm-hmm. and been incredibly irate when I try to explain to them that everything is a gift. Mm. And they go, really? How was this a gift? Right. And I just go... It's not my job to convince you. Right. It's my job to put it out there. What you do with that is up to you. And I'm going to tell you this. There's an old joke about somebody pulling over a cabbie in New York. And he goes, he's asking for direction. He goes, how do I get to Carnegie Hall? And the cabbie goes, practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. And the bottom line is, and I was just talking about a silly little thing like this before we went on air. I was supposed to meet a really phenomenal yogi, and I was running late because I got caught in a ton of traffic, and my panties didn't get wadded a little bit because I just went, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be, and I'll get there when I get there. And I looked at that, and I went, groovy, nicely done this time. Let's see what you do next time. Appreciate this time. Exactly. And that's another part of this. We set ourselves up. Well, I did it last time, and then now I'm going to be pissed that I didn't handle it in the same way or with the same aplomb that I did last time. Mm-hmm. One, one really good way to detect whether we're on our path or not is are we giving up our 
energy? Are we giving up our frequency, our power to a thing or does it empower us? And if, and if our power is leaking, that's a sign to move away from that thing, whatever it is. Describe power leaking in um, mm-hmm. practicality, if you would. Sure. Let's say, um, well, you, you could just be at home flipping the channels and you could turn on something that all of a sudden your power is going, it's low vibe. It's um, maybe it's just so too violent and, and, and your vibration is going down. And then you flip the channel and there's something uplifting and great mm-hmm. and your vibe goes up. So not only do you want to keep your vibe up just for immune system and be healthy, but, um, you know, and it's a choice for people who, if they want to delve into lower frequencies and whatnot, and we've all done it, we've, and, uh, you get to a place where you're like, "Mm, that's not what I want to do anymore. And I don't want to be with people who do that. And, and that's okay. There's no, nothing wrong. No judgment about people on their journey, whatever they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's just not what I choose. Choice. Yeah. Choice. And you know, the thing is, and Basically, there's a bumper sticker that goes with it is your vibe attracts your tribe. Mm. But also, you choose what vibe you want Mm -hmm. by who you choose as your tribe, internally and externally, because there's a cast of characters running inside of us, Mm -hmm. and none of them are bad. Right. None of them. You know, that one that lost his temper or tripped or screwed up on that test, none of them are bad. Right. Now what are you going to do with that? What do you mean none of that is bad? I lost my temper. I need to beat myself up over that. Right. Do not beat yourself up. <laughs> Guilt and shame have no but but acknowledge it. And and you know what happened to me a few days ago? There was there was a little bit of I was actually the passenger and and there was a little bit of something with someone else in another car and and there was a a couple looks and and I later I was like I, I yeah, I didn't need to engage in that energy and 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 I did. I'm like, "Okay, let's Let's not repeat that. Let's not do that. See, now I'm in a different place, Mm. and I just put something up on social media about this, which is I'm about be kind to somebody. You never know what they're going through. Mm. And also flipping off the guy that didn't turn on his turn signal and right in front of me and cut in front of me. Mm. And you know what? I'm okay with that. And that's part of the acceptance. That's part of the understanding. And this is something I want to talk about in the next hour along with 5D because we all... Triggers. Not triggers, Mm. but trying. Mm. Because, you know, those people that feel like they're on a spiritual path or even those that don't spend so much time denigrating aspects of themselves through trying to be such a good person. It's a spiritual trap some people fall into. Many. Me. Yeah, absolutely. But real quick before we split top of the hour, Radiance Magazine. Go to RadianceMM.com to read it for free. You mentioned in the introduction, it's called, it's Radiance Multidimensional Media because we do video interviews and quite a few other things. And so RadianceMM.com to read it for free. And in Southern California, it's at over 600 locations in the physical. Great. And we will be back with more Scott Ware and Inner Journey with Greg Friedman right after this. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar if I was to say to you, girl, we couldn't get much.
sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in Then I watch them roll KXRN LP Laguna Niguel, Laguna Beach Member supported KXFM on 104.7 KXFMRadio.org My name is Greg Friedman. I am a modern version of those that have existed in every culture. I am a guide. For years, I have taken people all over the world to work with indigenous elders in exotic locations, only to show you that you are the magic. And we just help you realize it. It can be terrifying to look at our fears, and sometimes even more so to look at our strengths. I take you out into the wild, into the unknown for an inner journey. Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KXFM 1047, broadcast from Laguna Beach, California, all over the world. If you want to check us out on social media, it's Inner Journey with Greg Friedman, and the website's gregfriedman.com. Tonight, we are hanging out with Scott Ware. He is the energy, the driving force, the spirit behind Radiance Multimedia, and he is the one who, it's part of our tradition, I believe, that as we get a hot mic, he's got a cough. It's okay. We cough, we're humans. It's all right. Scott, welcome back. Coughing nowadays is a lot different, isn't it? You're in a restaurant, you don't want to cough or sneeze or anything like that. You know, when all this insanity began, if I was in public and I sneezed or Mm -hmm. I coughed, I would literally go, it's not COVID. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, because really you got to add, if nothing else, a little bit of humor to it. Sure. You know, all right. Plus, everybody knows you here. They know. That's Greg. No. In the markets, they look at me like, who's that long-haired weirdo? (laughs) Well, they say that here, too. All right. Before we left for break, we were talking about a lot of things. Um, We were talking about surrender and submission, masculine and feminine energy, Mm -hmm. and so many other things. Where do you want to take up? Masculine and feminine, sacred feminine, sacred masculine. Well, um, so there is... A really amazing couple events out here in Southern California. One of them is Shakti Fest, Mm -hmm. and one of them is Bhakti Fest. Um, You'll have um, just gorgeous music. You'll have people like Larissa Stowe playing there, and then you have some really phenomenal speakers out there. You've had, um, uh, I'm blanking on names right now, but they're, Think of some of the greatest thought leaders in the world today, and they've been there. And I am humbled to say that I've gotten to teach mm-hmm. at all of those events multiple times. One of the things that they ask me to teach over and over every single time, no matter what else I'm teaching, mm-hmm. is men in spirituality. Mm. Because I rant about this. Mm. Because... Uh, I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. I usually do when I say this. When women's lib happened, it was horrible, not for the reasons of equality, but because 
women, a majority, not all, a majority of women thought empowerment was emulating masculine energy. And Mm -hmm. to me, that was the worst thing that women could have done for themselves because women are strong. Women are powerful. Women have a beauty and an elegance and a grace and a way of delivering their power that is diametrically opposed to masculine energy, and appropriately so. And I say that as a preface because when I go to these festivals to teach, I'm talking to men who are in predominantly a feminine energy-driven realm. And what they tend to do Mm. is exactly what I was talking about that the women do. They tend to emulate feminine expressions of spirituality. And I keep going, that ain't it, folks. You're not a woman. And no matter what you do, no matter how pure your intent is about being this, it ain't going to come out until you find the masculine to say it, to be it, to embody it. And I know you know that there was a feel there was a lot of good that came out of that 60s movement too. Well, I'd say that the pendulum hung heavily to the other end. And literally in the last few months, mm-hmm. I have seen women coming to a place of beautiful empowerment. And I've Mm -hmm. seen that in very interesting ways through personal interactions, through professional interactions and social media. I see women instead of saying a real man and here's my list. Instead of saying that women are saying, wow, I really appreciate this in the masculine and that in the masculine. And they're strong enough in who they are as women to appreciate something that is different, that is complementary but not redundant to who they are. Now, is it possible that a shift happened in you that allowed you to hear that now? Is it possible? Absolutely. Is that a contributing factor? I'd say that's more appropriate. But I have to tell you that... You're hearing it a lot. A lot. Mm. And I was hearing something very, very different in the not-too-distant past. And it's really important. Men... And I see women saying this now. Men have feelings. Men get hurt. Men care about how you treat them versus, well, you know what? Here's my grocery list of how you have to be in order for me to accept you. Shaking, He's shaking his head yes, but it's tough to play on radio. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, what I would say to that is, I, yeah, I believe that Man, we, a lot of people, by force or by flow, have surrendered quite a bit, quite a few ideas, quite a few dynamics in their life. And particularly if people um, ha- found themselves alone through a lot of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I, I think, um, and I've heard from people that it's it's made them look closer at themselves and saying, well, I, I would rather, some would rather not be and are maybe making moves in themselves to allow space for another human being, for the love of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the parts, okay, I love the parts of the relationship where, well, I love all the things about the relationship <laughs> I have, but. Um, okay. I, no, 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 let's, okay. let's, let's call this, like, do you mind going? Go for it. You stop me anywhere that's too personal. No, no. sure. Okay. 
So Scott has gone through a whole bunch of different manifestations of himself in relationship to the feminine um, and Mm -hmm. gone through everything from subjugation to appreciation to subservient to empowered to claiming himself and claiming another. I mean, I have seen you go through the ups, downs, ins and outs, and I have never seen you this grateful, this accepting, this empowered in and of yourself, Mm. and therefore able to recognize and appreciate and celebrate that in another. The best part of a relationship is what it does for you. If it gives you freedom and power, then that's a good relationship for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I have learned more about myself because I'm in a nurturing relationship like that. And uh, she feels the same way. And it's, it's great. And I've learned quite a bit and started over in so many ways as I, as I want to do actually every single day, I want to wake up and say, I don't completely know. I want to see who this person is because who we are day to day, week to week can change. And the miracle of her, the miracle of me, I want us to experience each other as fresh as possible with the least amount of baggage that we would bring. And it works and it's great. You know, and that brings up something that I, that I really scare the poop out of people with a lot of times, which is I say every single day, you could choose to judge somebody or label somebody. That's my wife. That's my girlfriend. That's my boyfriend. That's my husband. True. Or you could wake up and say, do I choose this person? Mm-hmm. Because if you keep that choice in the present, you are, we are, I am mm. so much less grabby and so much more a participant When we judge something, we put a label on it. It helps us with our neural pathways because then we don't have to think about it. But it's not about thinking about it. It's about being present with yourself Mm -hmm. and then therefore being present with your world, both small and large. Relationships can show us where we're needy. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that's where the work begins. And we call it, we say, doing the work, which really is freeing ourselves from the layers that we've accumulated through our conditioning. I don't have to explain too much of that to your audience. They, they get it. And, and then to let your authentic self come out and stay out consistently. Um, so when we've come across these things where, wow, I really felt needy in that moment. Let me, let me look at that because I really want to let that go so I can free me and her of that dynamic. Or I needed something, you know, sure. and that's that's one of those funny things between, hey, you know what? I needed a little extra something, something right this second. Mm-hmm. That's okay. If you can communicate it first to yourself. Sure. And then as you communicate it to somebody else, to not have an expectation that they are going to meet it maybe in that moment, maybe ever. Well, need is a funny word. Right. Uh-huh. It, it can mean several things. Need, want, you know, sometimes the line blurs of what that is. Um, for me, my goal is not is, is is to remember that everything 
I need, I have within me? Well, because the way we're talking about this okay. reminds me of, of, you know, for better, for worse, for whatever, um, debating, me debating with Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm. He speaks of unconditional love. Mm. And I go, groovy. But to me, I was expressing to him, a relationship really has two primary components. One is unconditional love, and the other one is a partnership. And in mm. that partnership, by definition, there are certain contractual agreements. I'm going to do this, you're going to do that. Uh, we each have our roles. And he said, yeah, no. Right. And I went, <clears throat> well, go ahead. You said sure. right, so you elaborate. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, no, because um, nobody wants to be beholden to something outside of themselves in, in the sense of, um, I mean, if, if you, we can have preferences and we can state those preferences. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We can, we can share and we can say, uh, we can say, you know, I like this or I like to maybe watch a little TV here or we, you know, or I like to hug. I like to, um, whatever. Whatever no, that is and whatever let, amounts. Let's take this back to Western culture a little bit more. Sure. And, and I apologize for interrupting, no. but I want to make it a little bit more practical. Okay. So there's an agreement that the husband or the wife, the boyfriend or the girlfriend, not, not a, according to gender lines, one mm. is going to be a primary breadwinner. So one of them one day decides, no, nope, I'm going to stop. And mm. they communicate it. But all of a sudden, that dynamic changes. Go ahead. So you're saying out of the blue, there's there's something, there's like a certain understanding, and then there's an abrupt change. Yes. Without any discussion or lead up. Yeah, that can be jarring. But um, if that person sees a new avenue for their life or they see something, you're going to support that person 100% whatever they want to do. Well, I agree and I disagree. Mm. That is an absolutely valid choice. Mm. You can support them 100% in saying, yes, that's okay. You can also support them by saying, no, that's not okay. And whatever happens, mm. and this is the part that's really hard to learn for me from Don Miguel, mm. was that, yeah, great. If that works for you, you stay there and you keep doing that dance. And if it doesn't, you just make a left turn at Albuquerque. Oh, sure. It doesn't mean that you love them any less. Sure. It means that what's appropriate for you in that moment has shifted, and oh, yeah. so you're going to go in a different direction. How you tie that into being committed to yourself and one another is such an interesting little— it's the ultimate in the contradiction of simple— and ridiculously complicated. I think every day my relationship with Maria gets deeper and deeper and deeper every single day. And with agreements, with, with things we have in common, and there are things we don't have in common. There, and there's times where we're not on the same page. And there's times where there's a different dynamic going on uh, within our sphere. And it's like, hmm. We need to, that person, she needs to sit over there. I need to sit over here. I need to go outside for whatever it is. Right. But with the deeper and deeper part, it's like, I, I know everything, just about everything about, you know, she knows everything about me. We're, we're so transparent and yes, things can come into our field. And we, yeah, we'll make turns here or there mm -hmm. and it's all supportive. But, and if all of a sudden 
she says she wants to be a lead singer in a rock band, you know, and and be out several nights, you know, doing rehearsal. I mean, sure. I mean, I would probably see it coming to some degree. I would see steps, and I'm seeing steps now. We're we're both. I don't know where we're going to be next week or next month. And I think that's beautiful and that's fine. And it's keeping that discovery because this is, this person is a miracle in my life and I'm, I'm sure a miracle to her. And it's, it's wonderful to see each other that way. And by the way, we choose to see each other that way. Well, and here's the thing, as you say that you're more deeply and deeply and you're choosing to see what I hear you really saying and what I'd like our listeners to really understand is you're choosing to recognize yourself more and more deeply. Absolutely. And see yourself in that way more and more. And therefore seeing another in that with that same kind of extension of consideration becomes a lot easier when you could just exhale into that soft, deep velvet of your soul. Wow. Let's let that sit there for a second out there. And that's a good place for a break. Mm -hmm. We'll be back with more Inner Journey with Greg Friedman and our guest Scott Ware right after this. personal growth, helping you realize and make real the life of your choosing. I just wanted to let you know that even though this was a difficult experience, I really learned a lot. Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KXFM, and we are here with Scott Ware, the editor-in-chief and driving force between Rate of Radiance Multi media. Uh, Scott, if people want to find the magazine online or some of the video interviews, how would they go about doing that? Follow me on Facebook uh, for the video interviews. Go to RadianceMM.com also. RadianceMM.com. Stands for Multidimensional Media. Dig it. You know, go ahead. Say one more? Yeah. We have a group on Facebook that's really fun. It's called The Radiance Experience. I want to get into that in one second, but first I want to let our listeners in. When we talked about at the top of the second, the first hour, we were going to talk about 5D and steps to get there. Oh, yeah. This whole conversation that we've been having is a sneaky way of illustrating through stories about how to get to 5D. Mm-hmm. It's about really, when it comes down to it, it's about acceptance, appreciation, forgiveness, and understanding as you elevate, forgiveness is illusion because there is nothing to forgive. It's just mm-hmm. be happy for who you are because everyone, everyone, no matter how screwed up, no matter how messed up, no matter how dirty and muddy and sunshiny and stunning they are, we are, I am, we are gorgeous. And we are meant to be as we are where we are in this very moment. And that's about the steps into 5D. Because the more you can just accept yourself in that. And we are talking off air. There was a guest that I had on a long time ago, I think. And somebody that Scott and I both know, a man named Jerry Yusko. 
I can disagree with about 98.2% of everything Jerry says, but Jerry helped me to realize that in my search for spirit to be a better spiritual helper, healer, guide, a better spiritual spiritual individual, I was trying so hard to be good mm-hmm. that the bad part of me is a lot of fun and needs to be taken along and is very, very useful. And I'm just using the terms good and bad for simplification right now. All right. Now, you were talking about Radiance Magazine, and it's funny because there is something specifically about this group that I want to dive into about this net, this last issue. Mm-hmm. First, do a, um, a little bit of an entryway. What's this last issue about? When did it go on the stands? Give us a little bit of that. Sure. It is the, um, the March-April issue, mm-hmm. and um, the gen- one of the executives of Haven Dispensaries is on the, on the cover, um, and the, the main article is called The Essentialness of Cannabis. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about it, and, and that is the state has deemed it essential. They've stayed open. And in the article, it goes into all the multitude of uses of this particular plant medicine for pain relief, um, PTSD. I mean, just, just so many things, not to mention enjoyment. And I'll go even further and say journeys. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is a plant medicine and that's what scared the establishment for so long. Mm-hmm. That and also cotton lobbyists didn't want the competition because it grows better and it's stronger and it's more durable than cotton ever will be. Mm. Um, so, Are you wearing a marijuana t-shirt? I am not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but hemp, has, hemp yeah. has long, long been, you know, it's such... A, an illustration of greed in our world and how how many things, including fuel and housing and so many things could have been supported if we didn't permit people out of greed to suppress something really wonderful for us. Agreed. All right. Now, you were talking about a group, and I'm excited about what you did with this group this week. Um, this in this issue. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that, please. Well, in it's called the Radiance Experience, and you can search for it on Facebook. And what I like to do is throw out questions that are of interest to me, might have come out of a conversation with with Maria, and uh, one of them. And, and and then when you go in there, you'll see that if you're going to um, post, it could be printed in in the magazine. Mm-hmm. And one of them was uh, was called. Did you have? Did you have a brief afterlife experience? Uh, I like to call it afterlife experience instead of near-death experience. There's some connotations with that. And the fact is, a lot of people have had afterlife exp- temporary afterlife experiences where their physical body looked, you know, was, was perhaps on its way to transitioning and for various reasons came, the person came back. And to a person, it was a joyful, joyful and joy-filled experience and I love being able to capture that in a two-page spread in the magazine, all these people sharing their experiences. And there's similarities, but there's a, there's a lot of differences, too. And they're all beautiful. I have to tell you, mm-hmm. for a time, almost every single shaman, medicine man, healer had died mm. and then come back to life. Most people don't know that Don Miguel Ruiz, before he became who he is in this manifestation, mm. was a surgeon. 
and he had a, I think, a triple heart attack. Mm-hmm. And that's what thrust him onto this path. I know a medicine man that had a heroin overdose. Mm. I know a woman that drowned. There, for a while, there was a whole bunch of people that drowned. Mm. And it's really, really important because I think sometimes, and I don't want to get ahead, but for me personally, and I, without diving into what these people shared, I think sometimes we have to be reminded of the immense beauty that instead of getting caught up in this dimension alone, we have to have a glimpse for ourselves at what the other side is. And I think we are afforded these glimpses. We're given them, whether it's, and people have abductions, they have experiences with multidimensional beings as well. And there's a lot of people we know who are channeling and channeling these wonderful inspired things. But if you, if you want it, it's available to you. The glimpses are there. Um, if you want to read about near-death experiences, uh, temporary afterlife experiences, I call them, um, they're there. If you don't want to, you can shut it out and just stay in 3D and just go, this is, uh, that's just too much for me. And that's okay. But if you want to, it's there. Well, and too much is even a judgment. It's just it's not where I am in this, in this place. Um, now you mm-hmm. you hinted at there were some commonalities. There was some mm-hmm. consistent through lines. Can you share a little bit about that, please? Joy, happiness, beauty. Um, also, that they knew at the deepest level that their children would be taken care of, would be fine, which is something else. Because we think, oh my gosh, after I leave, if if something happened to me, my kids, my loved ones, my wife, my husband. Um, but actually they knew they were given that, that knowing because the, the raindrop was coming down into the ocean to know itself as, as the ocean, everything's going to be okay. This is just a game. It's just an illusion. The stakes are meant to appear high and real, but it's all just a game. Um, the quicker you realize that and, and get into, you can enjoy the ride. It's the same thing that, that feeling in your stomach of going on a roller coaster of nervousness or excitement. You know, that's a choice. Yeah, and what people don't understand, or maybe they do, Mm. is the physiological, the body response to terror and excitement is almost identical. Right. And that's a really important thing to realize, is that our body is going to respond the same way. The thing that makes it wonderful or arduous for us Mm -hmm. is how our mind our spirit our heart opens to that i would say if the if the heart is opening to it it's going to be a good experience yeah if your heart's open if your mind is in control and it's and it's worried and and sending you worried thoughts because and we get addicted to these things we get it in fact eckhart tolle says we're addicted to thought to thinking which oh yeah that's an interesting thought (laughs) right but it well elaborate because i agree with you entirely but i'd like to, to just go a little bit further into it Thought is overrated. Why do you think that? <laughs> Why do I feel that? <laughs> I feel that, and 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 as many of my like-hearted friends out there, and friends I know or don't know, or haven't met yet, as Will Rogers said, um, know and understand is that the brain is just a small part of the cosmos. That, and if we try to figure out. God or almost anything with the brain, you're going to come up short. 
and we do. Mm-hmm. And and that's why, and thank goodness for science. I appreciate science. I appreciate allopathic doctors doing what they do. Um, but I choose not to get just totally wrapped up in that because it's very limiting. There's so much more. And as you know, because you've studied uh, the masters and you know that science is barely catching up to things masters have known for years. Well, yes. And what I say over and over again, we're living in a very exciting time mm-hmm. because science and spirit are on a converging path. Mm-hmm. And to that end, one of the things Greg Braden and I were talking about when he was a guest was... Name drop. Yeah, totally. I tease Hey, I claim it. I got. Yeah. I am shameless. I have no <laughs> issue with that. No, but it's really important because, and it's as much a name drop as giving him credit. You bet. Is that he studied a lot and, and watched how science is recognizing how little of our brain that we do use yep. and how much of our brain is actually an antenna, um, mm. and or or a satellite dis- sure. dish, if you would, or a Wi-Fi dish, and what we're doing is we're connecting with our higher selves, or some people would say our Akashic selves, Mm -hmm. into, and the more we can release the fact that we are just this and accept the fact that we are just this. See, that's... That we're multidimensional beings. Yeah, that's the whole thing, is that accept the contradiction. Stop fighting the contradiction, and you'll be able to swim. But if you keep trying to swim by gripping onto water and pulling yourself forward, you will drown. That's right. And that's it. Agreed. Um, so tell me a little bit mm-hmm. more about this. In the magazine, there's easily, like, what, eight different accounts, maybe even more? Yeah, eight or ten. And I love the pull quote, you know, the larger quote that sticks out here. It, someone had said something about the hysterical habit humans have of taking themselves so seriously. <laughs> that became very clear to somebody who was temporarily passing over, transitioning over. And it's like, you know, and, and that is so true. And how many times do we need to hear that before we take it seriously? How many, how many people uh, Did you on just their say, de- how do we take it seriously about not taking ourselves so seriously? Kind of. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not. That was great. Right. Um, um, so, but it, it's so funny because, we hear in people on their deathbeds, people in hospice care, the, 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 those three things, those five things that they want everyone to know, it's almost always the same thing. And it's, you don't want to get here with regrets. Do it. Do the thing you want to do. Do the, you know, have fun with this life. And, I'm, and I read one, I don't think it's in this issue, but a, a one where someone said, they're like, oh my gosh, that was such a, that was such a cool ride. I can't wait to get back to it. I, I, it's, it and they got that it was a ride. And it, at times, though, it can seem perilous. It can seem arduous. It can seem tough. And I get that. And that's part of our journey. Um, get, through those, get through those times. Get to easier times and, and get the help you need if you want. Go to Inner Journeys with Greg Friedman. Hire a coach. Um, all those things. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonder. It's a ride. And people listening to the show at this point – People who aren't into it, and you know, they've already tuned out. People who are into it, I get it. It's it, this is just. I'm just reminding them. This is okay. So fun. the the through line is don't take it so seriously. Yes. So somebody that's in the middle of something that feels very burdensome to sure. them, how? Right. How are they going to get to the place of? Oh yeah. Taking ourselves seriously is in the head. It's not in the heart. Open your heart and the love flows 
and then there's no serious taking at all. That's an encapsulation. That's that's getting to right to it. Anytime we're taking ourselves so seriously, and we gotta things gotta look this way. Um, things have to be this way. I'm in a relationship, darn it, and and this is how it needs to look. And if this isn't happening, I'm unhappy. Hold on, (laughs) hold on. You're Uh with this wonderful human being. Why don't you create what you can create is is something brand new that's never been created before, and then you can call that a relationship. Do do that. Well, yeah. Mm. There was somebody that I was helping out the other day Mm. um, in South Africa, actually. And she said, yeah, once my mother passes, then I'm going to live my wild life. Mm -hmm. And I went, really? Or once I retire or once I can cash out my 401k after, or once I get the pension, you know, then I'm really going to live. Right. And what happens most of the time when that event happens? Nothing changes. Or they, or they have a bunch of medical problems, and now they waited till retirement. They waited 30 years, and now they're not as able to do the, all the traveling they wanted to do, whatever it was. So what it comes down to, to me, mm-hmm. about how do you get to that place of realizing that it ain't serious is you let go of the story. Or if you can't do that, you write a new story. There you go. That's and, empowering to you. And you go, all right, so if not this— What's a different way to hold what I'm going through right now? Because any event, if you, and a silly way to illustrate this is a crime happens. Mm. Six people witness it. You know what a cop is going to get when he interviews all six of those people? Six very, very different versions of the event. Mm -hmm. Not one of them is wrong. So if there's all that going on, Mm -hmm. how would you like to rewrite this moment? Then do it. Exactly. And I've rewritten some past moments as well. Oh, come on. Now you got to share. Oh, yeah. Well, it's when you're doing the work and you're doing the inner child work. You're, and, and something, you know, I get butthurt over something and it's like, why did I get so offended? What, why am I so, hold on, you know, this other person that I'm involved with, whether it's a parent or, you know, my mate, um, has nothing to do with it. Let me go see what triggered me because what what was that about? And I go back and I realized there was some traumatic event. Something happened. And, oh, I, I mean, I've even had, um, uh, there's a healer named Karen Summers who uh, helped me through some inner child work and said, and, and said, okay, you're that little boy. Now I'm just going to ask you to just, just step into that moment. I know there's a little bit of fear, but we're just going to step there and then we're going to rewrite it. And sure enough, she had me appear as my adult self with my child self, stepping in and putting a hand up to that person who was um, going to harm me mm-hmm. and say, no, 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 this is not going to happen. No, this is not going to happen right now. This is not right. It's, we're, and I'm going to take him, little Scott, to the park, and we're going to go have a good time, we're gonna go, and you're going to have some time to cool off and go do your thing, but no, this is not happening. This is We're changing this. And... And then letting me know everything is fine, everything's okay, even though you felt completely isolated in that moment. Um, it, so you could always see, just just rewriting that. So that in my mind now, when I go back to it, that's what I picture. I don't picture the hurt anymore. Now, that's a huge PTSD tool, mm. among many other things. But what I want to talk to right now are the skeptics. Because okay. I used to be y'all, and on some level I still am y'all. 
So I hear Scott telling this, and there's the part of me that goes, oh, yeah, I remember going, really? I got this. It's like, you're kidding me. That's going to make a difference? And the answer is, look, I'm not telling you what to do. I am, and Scott is, making a suggestion and an illustration. Oh, yeah. And try it. It worked for me. It, yeah, it worked for you. It worked for many, many people. It doesn't mean that it's going to work for you, but it ain't going to work for you if you never give it a shot. Sure. And that's what you need to know. It absolutely won't work if you don't try it. And I agree. what do you get to lose? And Karen Summers, you could, uh, she actually lives in the Canary Islands, uh, but you can do remote if you like, uh, S-O-M-M-E-R-S, I believe, and mm-hmm. find, find her on my Facebook feed. You have had some phenomenal people in the magazine. Mm. Who are some of the standouts for you? Wow. Um, particularly healers I've worked with personally. Um, uh, Greg Friedman yeah, was yeah, in the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, um, not, I'm not looking for self. I don't do um, oh my gosh, standouts. I, I, I don't have one or two standouts. It's because the, the people, what I love is people who come to me and they want to buy space in the magazine. Um, they're up to something. They're up to good. Um, very rarely have I had to turn someone away because they weren't right for the magazine. Although I have, mm-hmm. and you know, Scientology stands out, but, um, it just, just wasn't a mix. Uh, I'm sorry. It wasn't, um, a, didn't mesh. Wasn't. Right. Yeah. So, but what happens is they'll come to me and, and it's, and at first I don't know them that well. And I think, okay, this is great. But then I start to work with them and I, and working with them, I work with them with, with what they wrote, if they're writing an article as opposed to putting, placing an ad and, and I'll say, okay, if, if we do this or that with it, I think it'll, it'll make this whole thing pop more. And, and in doing that, they get to see more of themselves in a, in a different light mm-hmm. and almost to a person it's it's enlivened me it's illuminated me i i get to see what this person's gift is and frequently i mean a person is not usually putting themselves out there unless they have a gift now they may have their own way of doing it and they're everyone has we all have our quirks but wow i get to get in and it's so enjoyable to work with them at that level then um if you know if it's a whole page or whatever i'll do a video interview with them and i get to know them even more yeah, and to me, there are some amazing people that you've gotten to work with and some of the advantages that I've seen for you. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I will tell people over and over again, psychologists, psychiatrists, social workers, healers, mm-hmm. shaman, medicine men, we all the most screwed up individuals on the planet. But, or and, we use our being of service to not only help you heal, but to help ourselves heal. And I've seen you do that gorgeously. I've seen you in Sedona with people like Cynthia Oliveira, Mm -hmm. who did beautiful essential, I mean, her essential oils are Mm -hmm. off the charts. I've seen you do that with Gosha Lawrence um, up in um, Torrance. um, Torrance, Torrance. I will figure, you've done journey work up there. And I can't remember what's happened. What happened there? Um, I will tell you. Sure. But I, I've seen the Center for Spiritual Living in. No. Okay. No. But, but okay. Whatever. I. Sure. And, you know, there are so many different people, and like me, it's like people. People, they ask me about the show, and I'll usually say two things. Hmm. 
I'm a kid in a candy shop. I get to have oh, the yes. greatest minds, the greatest hearts, the greatest souls yeah. alive today on the program and ask them anything I want. And it's also a huge forum for me to grow, to evolve, to learn from and with. Yeah. And I do that because I get to share it with y'all, the listeners. Yes. And that's really cool. Well, it's obviously your purpose because you do it very well every Sunday night. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we're we're plugging you, not me. Hey, I'm I'm acknowledging the person <laughs> in front of me. You're you're, you're I awesome. I appreciate it. And yeah, I, I agree um, with all of that. And it is like a kidney candy store. And this is a 5D conversation. We can tune in any day of the week, anywhere in here, and see an investment show, Jim Cramer or whatever, talking about whatever stocks. Mm-hmm. And that's just a straight stock. And and it's useful for a lot of people. And it has its place. 3D. It's just 3D. There, he's not saying. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. Let me, let's talk about conscious capitalism for a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. He's just saying, this is the stock you're going to make the most money off of. That's why you're all watching me. And, and, and okay, that has a place. Right. But if you want to talk about conscious capitalism, what companies, and like Levi's coming out recently and, and really taking a stand on things, uh, the CEO of that company, I uh, caught a little bit of that. Um, that's a different conversation. That touches the soul. And then when you start to get that kind of movement, Okay, now we're in 5D. Now things are flowing. We're talking the heart. We're bypassing the brain. The brain says, worry about your retirement or whatever, you know, or next month's bills. And there's a place for that. And we work with that because we are here. We do have to pay bills. And um, although, did you know you pay less bills when you uh, move into a shuttle bus? Did you know that? <laughs> I don't think we have time to go into that right now. <laughs> But maybe next time. Scott and Maria are about to embark on a huge journey. They have converted a shuttle bus mm-hmm. to a living space mm-hmm. and are going to go travel the world. And that's a that's a you know yeah. the nation at least. Sure. Uh, and that's a huge thing. And we'll dive into that some other day. We because we work from home anyway. Might as well do it at Sequoia National Park or Joshua Tree or Malibu. Yeah, it's just a really, really cool concept. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to the whole learning, you have learned, and I've had the privilege of seeing you evolve so much mm. as a result of helping other people. Sure. And that's something I want other people to understand, all of us. It's not just Scott. It's not just me. It's not just whoever your teacher or guru or friend is that seems so fantastic. We all learn by being of service. Now, that ties into something that you touched on a second ago, which is where not only do I believe science and spirit are converging, but I also believe capitalism and spirit are breaking apart in order to be reformed Yes, to conscious capitalism, Mm -hmm. where we no longer accept the devouring monster that eats us alive just to sustain itself, that instead Mm -hmm. we're asking that there is a consciousness to what we do. And we don't vote as effectively at the ballot box anymore because all of those suckers in government are being paid off. But if they're being paid off, then we know that we could also steer what happens with the different companies by how we vote with our dollars. Agreed. And so... If you don't want a certain system to continue as it is, don't engage it. That's it. You don't have to fight it. That's mm-hmm. a big, big distinction. Yes. But don't engage it. Mm-hmm. Scott, we are at that place where it's the last question of the evening. Okay. 
Is there anything that you'd feel remiss in if you didn't share with our listeners? I, I just for myself, um, I say it and for whoever it means anything to is just as much as possible. Wake up, wake yourself up because we, you know, we, I tend to go to sleep at times and, and the more I'm conscious, the more I'm living. Cause then when I go to sleep, I don't feel that's, well, it's, it's a different kind of living. What does waking up mean? Mm, being conscious, just, um, all of a sudden remembering who I am being in my body being embodied and remembering who I am, spark of the infinite source, whatever. And, uh, and then you act accordingly. Yeah. And, and I'm going to bring it down to ridiculously simple terms. Okay. If you are awake and you're crossing the street, you're going to see a car that may be fearing towards you. Mm-hmm. If you are asleep then you may be run over by that car. And the same thing happens energetically. There's both events are opportunities. One hurts a whole hell of a lot less. It's you could choose by your actions to recognize how much you are of spirit and are of love, or you could recognize and denigrate aspects of yourself, no matter what they are. It's a choice. And even that choice is an awakening. Live in the moment. Be present. And and we've been saying people have been saying that for a long time. And I think it's more applicable now, more necessary now. Otherwise you're gonna be dragged instead of welcomed or instead of being ushered into the present. Mm-hmm. Just get there yourself. Uh be present, be open, open heart. Um, know the mind is going to do what the mind's going to do and know when it needs to take a back seat to the heart and just love the heck out of everybody, but at first yourself. Amen, brother. All right, now let's do a shameless promotion plug. Um, in this magazine, in this um, issue, what do we have in here that we could talk about a little bit for a second? Oh, sure. Well, um, let's see here. Uh, well, the guy that uh, did help Marie and I uh, work on our bus, who knew some electrical and water things, uh, plumbing things that I didn't know, mm-hmm. he's in here because he lives in a school bus with his wife, three kids, and cat on a leash. <laughs> and there's, I'm showing you the picture right now. Uh-huh. And lovely family came from Brazil, they're teachers. Um, and, and the story is about the fact that when they embarked on the journey, someone told them, you know what, the only creature you have to worry about is man. And... Ishmael here, he said, mm, I don't think that's true, but let me see. Went on the journey and found out that whenever strife happened, whenever their bus broke down, that's when the magic happened. That's when angels came out of everywhere, helped them. They had the most, the best experiences when the bus broke down. And he, it's a great article. I recommend reading it. I love it. And once again, if people want to find you online, RadianceMM.com. Find find me on Facebook, Scott Ware, W-A-R-E. And uh, we'll have fun. I love the Radiance Experience. It's a great group. We have fun. I ask questions. I love to hear your feedback on what you think about things. And uh, one of the next topics I'm going to write about is nagging. (laughs) 
and, the elimination of it. And not only do you find it online, but you can find it in bookstores and metaphysical stores and crystal stores, all mm-hmm. kinds of different outlets all over. From Ojai to down to San Diego to Palm Springs and Sedona. And really, the nice thing about, one of the many nice things about Radiance Magazine is everything in here is, it may be woo-woo at times, but it's never unaccessible, inaccessible. It's always soul food. And, and it's, it's an easy read. It doesn't, it doesn't get bogged down in a whole bunch of stuff that's unnecessary, but you understand certain things that in a way, from a perspective where you may not have recognized previously. No, thank you. I'm glad. Yeah. Thank you. Always a pleasure spending time with you. Thanks, Same here, Scott. Greg. Thanks for all you do. Thank you. All right, you guys, you know the gig. If you have questions and we didn't get to you, Inner Journey Greg Friedman at gmail.com. Inner Journey Greg Friedman at gmail.com. And as always, there are a multitude of people to thank. So many people do so much work for this program, and I am grateful to y'all. <laughs> and sorry, he was saying smart ass, smart alecky things, and his mic is off, thank God. Um, And most of all, as I say every week, I'm grateful to you, the listening audience. This show does not exist without you, without your participation, without your soul, without your support. For that and so, so much more, we, I, am hugely grateful. You've been listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. Good night.